Hi there, I'm Dan Haylett, founder of Wealth and Wellbeing Financial Life Planning, and welcome to episode one of the Wealth and Wellbeing podcast. Thank you so much for plugging us in to your ears, and I'm delighted to have you along. In this first episode, I'm going to be talking about what I believe should be the foundation of any type of financial life planning, and that is exploring the four types of wealth. And here's a hint for you. It isn't all about money. So Edward Burke, who is a 18th century philosopher, uh, once said, if we command our wealth, we shall be rich and free. If our wealth commands us, we are poor indeed. And I think that really sums up what wealth should all be about. If we let it command us, then we are not going to really truly understand what the impact of that could be. Trouble is most people think of the word wealth in terms of money only, but really in my opinion, that's quite a narrow view of what it means to be wealthy. Because wealth really does uh, consist of and is apparent and appears in every area within our lives, such as health, relationships, obviously finances, which is what we associate the word with a lot, and time. So what I'm going to explore with you today is what I firmly believe um, is that our wealth can be broken down into four distinct areas. One is money or financial wealth. Two is status, which is social wealth. Three, which is freedom, which is time wealth. And four, health, which is our physical wealth. But what we really, really have to be mindful of when we go through this process is to understand that unfortunately, if we let it overtake us, Uh, we can get involved in what we call the wealth trap. And there's absolutely something that we need to be hugely mindful of. So let's have a look at money wealth or financial wealth. So really, kind of in my opinion, financial wealth is financial freedom. So if we're wealthy financially, that means that we have the ability to do more of the things that we like and less of the things that we don't. Being wealthy financially is complete freedom from financial worries, uh, which, of course, is one of the chief causes of anxiety that is out there. So if we give ourselves options and choices, we can help rid ourselves of any potential stress and anxiety uh, around money. To be wealthy financially will obviously mean that you need some sort of understanding around complex areas such as investing and spending and budgeting. Um, as well as the need to be a little bit more financially savvy and also, crucially, understanding of our behaviours. But picture yourself in the future where you never have to worry about money again. Imagine how that would make you feel, how it would change your relationship with the world and people around you and your family situation. That is ultimately what financial wealth should deliver. The next one really to explore is status or social wealth. 
And for me, it's one of the most underrated types of wealth that exists because we don't typically think of status as a form of wealth. We, we understand the status has a value, but we never really make a connection that it's actually a type of wealth. We've all heard of the phrase, keeping up with the Joneses, and our obsession to do this can often lead to our downfall. Taking on too much debt to buy the latest thing, the fear of missing out through social media posts and seeing everybody doing things all the time is really, really common and can and has led to a number of emotional and financial pitfalls. But social wealth for me largely comes down to how we want to interact with the world. Yes, it does include stuff like luxury cars and houses and our appearance. But for me, our social wealth mainly deals with what kind of character we create and how others interact with this character and perceive it. Thirdly, we've got freedom or time wealth. Now, freedom really, for me, is defined as having your own time to spend how we want, where we want, with whom we want. Linking that back to financial freedom, giving us the ability to do that, all linked in under one definition of wealth. Time really, for me, is what the majority of us deep down really crave. However, time is something that is rare in the modern day for the majority of us because we spend so much of our time dedicating ourselves to earning money and building our status. Really, there are two types of time. You've got clock time that we, um, that we all live in every day, and then you've got the psychological time that we think about the past and the future and never really, really stay in the now or in the present. Many people I speak to tell me that they're cash rich and time poor, probably sound familiar to many of us, and that really isn't a position that we want to be in if we want to feel ultimately wealthy. Lastly is health or physical wealth. Now, our health is the glue that holds all the other types of wealth in our life together. It is the foundation. Without our health, we can achieve none of anything of the other types of wealth, at least not in the long term or any, in any type of sustainable way. Really, the majority of us fail to understand that health is true wealth. We fail to invest in our bodies and in particular, ever more so in our minds. And we're not even aware that this is even a worthy pursuit in, times of, um, in terms of achieving all types of wealth that we've listed above. With the right mindset, we can easily enhance our health. Simple changes to nutrition and sleep patterns, activity levels can have a major, major impact. And if we couple that with the understanding more about our body and our minds through reading and surrounding ourselves with the right people, it can be the ultimate game changer for our overall sense of wealth. That now brings me on to the trap of the four types of wealth. So really, to be truly wealthy, there is a trap that we absolutely must avoid at all costs. And that is, be wary not to get lured into things full of money and status that will rob us of the freedom and health that we really, really desire. This is the problem 
that the modern world is really plagued with. And it's critical to understand that we can easily fall into this trap if we don't pursue what is meaningful and wise on our journey through our lives. So the majority of people will chase money and status at the expense of freedom and health. And I'm sure we can all vouch for that at some point in our lives. And in the long term, this can produce really, really nasty consequences. What good is it if we have all the money and the status in the world, if we don't even have the time to enjoy ourselves or the physical and mental well-being to feel good in the process and enjoy what we're trying to do? That trade-off is often made unconsciously as opposed to consciously, and there is no good that will come from it. We, have, we all have the ability to achieve all four types of wealth within our lives, and only when we do get to that point can we begin to feel, I believe, any type of fulfilment and feel wealthy. That fulfilment will occur when all four types of wealth are at play at the same time and are in the right balance. And that's the place we should all strive to be. Having our health as the foundation of a wealthy life, taking advantage of our time, having the ability and the health on our side to take advantage of the time that we have that is ticking away every day, every minute, allowing us to build our social status, our friendship circles, and really allowing us to have our tribe alongside us. And then having money on top of that, allowing us to really take advantage of everything that we've built over that time. Each of these types of wealth requires months, years of dedication, practice, humility, learning and understanding. And really, it should be viewed as a lifelong process that doesn't end because there is no real final destination. That's it. Thank you for listening to episode one of the Wealth and Wellbeing podcast. It's been great to have you along for the last 10 minutes. Be sure to subscribe to the show and I will be releasing weekly fortnightly episodes exploring everything to do with our wealth and well-being and how we can really make some fundamental changes to improve our relationship with money, reduce financial anxiety and help improve our overall mental well-being. Great to have you along. Look forward to the next time. Take care.